today on The Central Moment. Crying to God out of neediness and powerlessness has been the way that people throughout history have prayed. In turn, the Lord responds with mercy, joy, forgiveness, power, and wonders. In spite of our condition right now, may we have undiluted confidence in Him. Here's Dr. Jim Bradford with more on The Central Moment. Welcome to Central Moments again today. We come to Psalm 86. Um, love this psalm. It's a powerful psalm about uh, being in a desperate place. And I don't think we often live in a desperate place every day, but but we all know what those places are like. And it, this, this prayer is actually attributed to David. David knew days of great victory like sometimes we know. And uh, he he knew, uh, you know, before all of his failings later in his life, he knew what it was to love the Lord, to worship the Lord, to sing to the Lord. But uh, this is a moment where uh, people were chasing him down, and he was going through a desperate time. And so he says uh, in verse 1 in this prayer of David, Hear me, Lord, and answer me, for I am poor and needy. And this has been the story of men and women of God all throughout history, crying out to the Lord out of the place of poverty and neediness. Maybe not necessarily financial poverty, maybe it is, but certainly poverty in the sense that that we don't seem to have the resources we need to face what we're facing right now. And we are needy. We're in need of something being given to us to help us. And then he says in verse 2, You are my God. So have mercy on me, Lord, for I call to you all day long. So this is how desperate he is. I mean, this is, and when we're going through a hard time or when we're making a really critical decision, we're not sure what that decision ought to be. There is a way in which we tend to keep our hearts towards the Lord like all day. We just are listening extra closely or else we're just so burdened down that nothing in our day lifts it. It's just like all day. He said, all day I'm crying out to you. Uh, would you bring joy to your servant, Lord? For I put my trust in you. It's like I can't take a lot more of this, Lord. I'm going to need your joy. Will you step in? For verse 5, you, Lord, are forgiving and good. You're abounding in love to all who call on you. I'm confident that you're responsive, that when I call upon you, you, you love you forgive, you're good, all these declarations about God's nature, um, sometimes that's what, what you have to choose to focus on, even though you don't feel like those things may be true. And In fact, verse 7, when I am in distress, I call to you because you answer me. I still have that conviction that the story's not over. I'm poor and I'm needy, I'm desperate for you, but I do know that you call and answer, you, that you answer when I call. You can't lose sight of that truth. You've got to keep building your life on the reality of not how you feel, but who he is. And, and sometimes we talk about praising God and the power of praise to break the prisons we're in. And, and praise is the way we begin prayer because we start by declaring those things about God that we need from him. And uh, we start with him, not us. We start with the greatness of our God, not the greatness of our problems. So here's what the psalmist is doing. Among you, there is none like you, Lord. No deeds can compare with yours. Verse 10, for you are great and you do marvelous deeds. 
and you alone are God. He's probably thinking about the Psalm of Moses, the Song of Moses after the people of Israel crossed the Red Sea, delivered from Egyptian slavery, and they, they celebrate, and Moses sings this beautiful psalm where he says, like, Lord, who is like you in the heavens? I mean, nobody can compare with you. So among the gods, there is none like you. No deeds can compare with yours. Verse 11, teach me your way, Lord, that I may rely on your faithfulness, and give me an undivided heart that I may fear your name. You see, the danger of the poor and needy place, the danger of the desperate place, is that our faith gets diluted. Our confidence in God gets diluted. And he's praying, God, don't give me, don't let me have a divided heart here. I, I may be in a very poor, needy place right now, but Lord, let my heart not be divided. Like, yeah, well, I don't know if God will come through for me. I, I, maybe he's not even there. And, and you know, I'm kind of angry he even let this happen to me in the first place. On the other play, hand, I do know he answers. I do know he forgives. I do know he loves. And we get this divided heart. And God's wanted to give us a united heart where our faith, in spite of what we're going through, is undiluted. And so he ends by saying, so I will praise you, Lord, my God, with all my heart and I will glorify your name forever. Father, I pray we'll have the same holy stubbornness in our hearts in spite of being poor and needy and desperate for you, that we're just stubborn in our faith, and we won't let go of the fact that there is no God like you are. And so we praise you with all of our hearts, not divided hearts, with all of our hearts today. Help our faith to be strong, not, not diluted, not divided. And we love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you.